I have spoken. This is the High Ground Podcast and uh, Stevie W as always. And Callum as always. And today we are looking at episode, sorry, chapter 8, Redemption of the Mandalorian. Redemption? Mandalorian. So dude, yeah, what did you can't think? Yeah, believe it's over. Nah. Until season 2. Until season 2, yeah. Until season 2. <laughs> Which uh, we're recording on the 5th of May, or Revenge of the 5th, if you prefer. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's not me. I stole that from somewhere. So no doubt it's a Star Wars thing. And uh, yeah, they uh, announced yesterday that Peyton Reed and uh, Robert Rodriguez are directing episodes of season two. So yes, as well as John Favreau has been announced and uh, uh, Dave Baloney. But uh now, linking into another thing that was announced yesterday, which was the uh, that Taika Waititi's uh, directing and co-writing a, a Star Wars movie. He was also the director of Chapter 8, Redemption. So, uh, what did you think of Chapter 8? Yeah, I, I, it, was, it was a real... I, some of it I predicted, but some of it I didn't. So, like, obviously spoilers ahead, but I saw the whole Darksaber thing coming because I've been watching Rebels recently and there's a sort of... There's a whole Mandalorian aspect to that towards the end. And uh, I was thinking that was kind of where it was going to go because we hadn't seen much of his background. And I thought this would be the episode where you did see his background and, we kind of, and you did. So, yeah, no, I thought it was fantastic. I really like Mark Gideon. I think he's a great bad guy. I, I agree on that. The Darksaber, I knew the Darksaber was in it you know, this has been aired in the States for a while. So you had... Spoilers coming out, but uh, it, it's uh, yeah, and the whole thing about you know, see how the you see his backstory, which is, they did have to really do a bit of a backstory. And but having I, you know, they can't remove their helmets in front of something that's a lot, it's either no one living can see the see them without their helmet. And IG 11 isn't human and isn't living, so that's the way the Mandalorian gets around it. Yeah, that was cool. I like that. Yeah, and I I thought IG-11 was absolutely superb. Yeah, I'm sad he's gone. Yeah. Take away TT was absolutely superb in it. But I tell you what was absolutely fantastic was the the opening where the uh, troopers... uh, Yeah. ...beating up the... uh, ...beating up the... uh, ...beating up the child. Because every time the child moved, one of the kids punching it and the other trooper wanted to have a look at it. Got such a Pulp Fiction vibe in terms of the way they were chatting to each other, like uh, Jules Winfield and Vincent Vega chatting before a hit while they're just waiting. And yeah. That vibe came across to me, and how one of the troopers always wants to see the wants to see the thing, the bag, and he always says no, and it just I thought it was brilliant, spot on. Yeah, I mean that's a really good point actually. I never thought of Pulp Fiction until you just said it, but. It was very kind, you know, and it's nice to just see stormtroopers be human as well for a change because they, they're just faceless, like, bad guys a, a lot of the time, aren't they? Whereas it's nice to see them sort of just be normal people and, like, they would have a chat about things and and the whole shooting the can and missing thing as well, I was in stitches with that. <laughs> um, that, that really got me. This is, that's, uh, I know you'll get people that uh, come into the Mandalorian that, I'm Star Wars fans, but they've heard, oh, this show's great, you don't really need to know Star Wars to enjoy it. 
they'll be watching it and they won't understand that reference of the shooting the camera to the Star Wars fans who's you know stalked we can't shoot. I thought that that was superb. I was peeing myself at the start. My fiance is not much of a Star Wars fan, and I'm just sitting there laughing my ass off. And I had to, you know, go to his told you we can't shoot. Uh, which leads on to, it's like I was watching, uh, I was watching Empire Strikes Back yesterday, and, and it's, you just watch all these stormtroopers are after, on Cloud City are after them, and they can't shoot. And I just thought this is brilliant, it just reminded me of the Mandalorian, and I'm like, <laughs> brilliant, absolutely superb. Because it's always been like a point of contention, hasn't it? Like, um, like law-wise as well. Like, what? Why can't they shoot it? But I mean, obviously, in real life-wise, it's because we wouldn't have any heroes left if they hit their mark. But um, it's always been like a Star Wars joke, hasn't it? Yeah. I mean, the fans that like they can't shoot, and it was nice to see them finally do an acknowledgement of it. I mean, they've done it a few times in the animated series. They've had them say like, "I can't see anything in this mask and stuff." But that's just it's not. It is funny with dialogue, but it was even funnier with that because it's when the, the second one goes to shoot it as if, like, oh, I'll show you how it's yeah. done. And he's still plummeted. <laughs> I, I thought it was, oh, I was literally, I mean, this is, I didn't realise it was until the other end credits it was Taika Waititi. Oh, really? Directing. Because they didn't put the directors on to the end. And I, uh, to the oh, end directing, sorry. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, this is good. You know, when you enjoy something, which is, which is a testament, because you should be. In enjoying it because you, you do have a tendency if it's someone you love that's directing that you, you know that you follow that you will go into it with rose tinted glasses on yeah because if you said it's a take away tt film or a take away tt episode you're gonna go i'm gonna go into this already thinking it's great even before so yeah. uh because it elevates it it for me and uh Going into it and thoroughly enjoying it, then that's Take Away Titi. Because I think. Yeah, that, I mean. Sorry, no, go ahead. Sorry. I think Take Away Titi is brilliant with characters. He. he I mean, if you watch him, I watched Boy recently, and Hunt for the World of People is fantastic, what we do in the Shadows. Yeah. You know, even and what we do in the Shadows TV series as well. I mean, I suppose I have to mention Thor Ragnarok, which is what everybody knows. But Take Away Titi writes and directs. Brilliance and he he and his characters. Oh yeah, Jojo Rabbit as well. The characters. Yeah. He writes great characters, and it's just it does come across in a galaxy far, far away. That's why I'm looking forward to seeing what he does with the movies. But back to back to Redemption. I thought it was it was a perfect episode. It was great. Yeah, I, I thought it was really really fantastic. Like the action was great as well, and um, even. You know, like finally seeing him getting his jetpack as well, which they call Flying Phoenix. I, I knew that from Rebels, but I didn't remember it that they called it that. Oh. Um, I, I, yeah, I think it's so cool when you see him get his jetpack and then think he's got the full gear now. Yeah, I was. It was. You know, it. It was me. Yeah, uh, the, the but what else? You know, same same scene. The armorer. Uh, yes. And uh, when she lives at the end, I was like, "Wow, yes, I wanted that character to live." When she when she's surrounded by all the stormtroopers and she makes it out, I really want to see her yeah. again. And she absolutely batters them, doesn't she? Yeah, and, and I thought that was quite brutal. That scene, because we see one of their one of their face masks smashes, and yeah. you can see the face underneath. I thought that was quite like, wow. Yeah, it isn't what you expect from a galaxy far, far away because severed arms and 
I have yeah. appendages. It is, is the norm, but but to actually that brutal, that it is the Wild West, isn't it? So it, yeah, very much so. I, I think that's why I can't wait to see Robert Rodriguez directed because if there is a modern Western director, it's him, isn't it? Yes, he he is. Uh, and this 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 is the thing. I mean, I'm going to shout out to one of my favourite uh, films and shows, which is I love the Chef Show, and uh, in this episode of the Chef Show. Which Robert Rodriguez is uh, is the guest, and he's cooking. And they mention uh, John Favreau mentions reading uh, a book called Rebel Without a Crew, which is my favorite book. So having had uh, my two, uh, so in the chef show we got two of my favorite directors just chatting, and having now Robert Rodriguez going to the galaxy far, far away is literally to me that's going to be pure. Brilliant, John Favreau, which yeah. is Mandalorian, and I mean, I'm not taking away from any of the other directors, but this is going to be like a real throwback to 25 years ago to me from when I read Rebel Without a Crew. So, and of course, I still well, I think I think like this whole guest director thing is a really good idea because you've had some great talent do each of the episodes. I mean, you've had like uh, Bryce Dallas Howard and. Take away TE, uh, Deborah Chow's a really good TV director. And then I'm sure I'm missing someone else, aren't I? Rick Bukanawa, is it? Yes, the, yeah, he's, he's good as well, yeah. Oh, Dave Filoni. I mean, it's all been... Oh, Dave Filoni, yeah. He's yeah, done yeah, a few so. Yeah, I mean, it's right. It's, it's, I mean, Robert Rodriguez was meant to do the Boba Fett movie, wasn't he? He was slated for that. I'm really? sure I had a rumour about that when it was still getting made. Thank you, so, all you people that didn't like eight and then but then boycotted yeah. solo. But this might work in our favour actually having him come on this. Oh yeah. Maybe after this a lot more with a TV show, I think, than a film. Plus, uh, if this is if it's a success and he enjoys it and everything goes together, maybe he'll get uh, his own movie like Kurt Kawaititi has now. Maybe. And yeah. maybe he might um persuade his friend Quentin to do one. Oh, <laughs> Come on, uh, this is I know this is for another uh, another podcast that we do because we are both Tarantino fans. But oh, I you. would I would the whole thing about doing ten movies really doesn't sit well with me because well doesn't need to mean he can't do TV. No, but I want to when it comes to finding Tarantino, I want more than ten movies. I mean, his ninth oh, form, yeah. his ninth form, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, is, is one of the, is one of the best modern day films I've ever seen. I think most modern day Hollywood is pure brilliance. But, uh, God, Quentin Tarantino directing an episode of The Mandalorian or something that can't see far, far away. Yeah, Quentin, if you're listening, uh, get on that. <laughs> yeah, and uh, bring back someone who we saw fall out of a building and uh, that would be kind of cool as well. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, because we really think he did survive the fall. I think he did. Yeah. And besides, it wouldn't be right. Uh, Quentin Tarantino, if he ever did direct the galaxy far, far away, he'd have to have Mace Windu in it somewhere. He yeah. Not. Well, I remember when Rebels was coming into the last season, there was someone claimed that it was leaked artwork. I don't know if it was fake or not, but they were going to bring Mace Windu back with like a robotic arm. But um, I think in like interviews and stuff, Dave Filoni said, no, we were never going to do that because we already had Darth Maul brought back with robotic limbs. So yeah. it's kind of flogging a dead horse to have two of them. Yeah. And if they kept doing that, I think the idea was like, death isn't even 
final. You know, like if you keep bringing people back. If you go into the Star Trek universe. Yeah. Oh, I mean, the comic book universe as well. In comics, yeah. no, I mean, they call it comic book death for a reason, yeah. don't they? Because you're not, you're never dead, really, are you? Because of all the timelines and. Yeah, that is so. That is so true. You got to sell comic books. You have, yeah. That's yeah. one thing I do like about the MCU. They do stick to, like, the deaths are deaths. Yeah. Like we're never going to see Iron Man or Captain America or uh, Black Widow again. Maybe in flashbacks and stuff. Multiverse. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think they are dead. Oh, these incarnations are, but they'll they'll probably bring them back in the, the multiverse in some form or another. Yeah, they're not the same actors necessarily. No, they it, you know it'd be nice. I mean, because I can't imagine anybody else playing Iron Man, but other than uh, Robert Downey Jr. or Captain America, oh Steve Rogers, should I say? Yeah, but, uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, back to uh, episode eight. That I guess everyone's thing that really got me is the whole the whole uh, family element of it. Yeah, and uh, how uh, when uh, Mando gets his uh, his clan badge, the clan of two. Oh yeah, that was so cool. I thought that was, and, and where are they going to go with the next uh, the next season? He's... Yeah, I mean because they're going to take the child back to its people, aren't they? Yeah. And I said to you, didn't I? I'm kind of wary not. I mean, that'd be cool. I'd love to see you as a planet, but I don't want them to tell you what species it is. Yeah. I still want it to be... It, I kind of like that in that last episode just now, that the way um, Grief Cargo, um, Apollo Creed himself, yeah. was um, saying, you know, do the magic hand thing. Yeah, and, he waves. Uh, not everyone maybe knows about the Jedi. Yeah. I quite like that. Oh, that's brilliant. We don't... I completely agree with you. We don't need to know his name. We don't need to know his species. No. He's just the child. Yeah. And and I do, and I do like that. Just, I do, yeah. And, and he's so he's so cute. He is. I hope, oh. I hope we'll just keep him as a kid for the whole thing. <laughs> oh, definitely. We don't need to see him grow up. No. Because if you do that, he becomes Guardians of the Galaxy, which... That's not, no, not a negative. Guardians of the Galaxy is fantastic, but it's been done before. We don't need it again. It's been done, yeah. yeah. And I, one thing I do like about the whole child thing was in the first or second episode where they sort of. Oh no, it's the second episode. I think is it. Oh no, no, it's, it's the first. When IG Eleven was bad, well, bad at first, and he says about um, s- certain species age at different rates because yeah. the Mandalorian's like, oh, he's fifty. What? He, he's a child. Yeah. I like that about because I mean Yoda was nine hundred, wasn't he? Yeah. And he didn't really look that old. That explains how he. It, it does explain it how they got a long childhood. Yeah. So that's 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 man. It's fantastic, and uh, it I'm gonna ask you now. Uh, usual five star rankings. What are you gonna give it? I'd give this. I'd give this five. I think. I think this was a fantastic finale. I think it's on level par with sort of with the end of Picard. How impressed I was with that because I'm always worried about finales because you lead up to this ending, don't you? And you have to deliver, or you've just wasted the whole scene. And they didn't waste that episode, in my opinion. No, because uh, even even some episodes of Picard weren't what? awful, but you know where you're like, it's the kind of naff episode of the series. I enjoyed Picard. I really did. And yeah, same. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna. I agree. I'm gonna say a, a full five stars as it, and the way that it. Did the, they did the setup as to where the characters are going? 
So, yeah, that would be fun. Yeah. And uh, I thought it was fantastic, but I, it's just, I liked the humour in it. I did, I really did. And, and, and I really, when you saw all those Mando helmets and the armour, because the Mandos all got, all got wiped out, and you're just waiting for the, when the armourer gets confronted by all those swarms, because I was just going, oh, why do you have to kill her off? I like the character. Really like the yeah. character. Uh, and, and one Mandalorian against all those troopers after all the others have fallen, and she's like, she's just gonna get it. She's gonna, she's gonna go out and on with honor, and, and that's gonna be it. But she kicked all their asses, and and I thought that was brilliant because I really want to see that character again. I really, I love her armor as well. How it looks like a Greek, an ancient Greek helmet. Yeah, with the visor, I really like that. I think that's so cool. And I've got a little theory about her, haven't I? Yes. That she, I think she might be Sabine from Rebels. That would that that would link in. Does it... I mean I don't. Obviously, what we always say we get annoyed about sometimes and things is everything being connected or explained. But it's kind of an off kilter. There's not much going on in this series that is connected to the rest of the galaxy. Anyway, it's like a far 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 frontier sort of series. So I I mean she sort of get the impression that she rose, rises high within the ranks anyway. Yeah. So, I, I mean, you don't see her face and they haven't named the armour, so... No. Could be, I don't know. I, I got it, I know. Right. There's only one thing I, person I would like to see in, like I said, in, in there, that it's... I know it's, it's pandering fan services. So, uh, even if he's just background linking your missing, I would like to see Boba Fett somewhere. Not oh, a main character, God. but just in the background. Yeah. I don't want him to become, because if you put Boba Fett uh, in, in the Mandalorian, you're looking at, he will detract from oh, the Mando. Yeah. But even if it's just uh, a blink and you miss it, him walking by in the background, it would be it would be perfect. It would, or someone in a similar coated armour, coloured armour. Is it yeah. him or isn't it him sort of thing? It would be... I just want to know if he got out of the pit. <laughs> he, I think he did. He did. He did. Come but on. It, I mean, even just a, you know, like, even just a no mask on so you don't know it's him at first and just have Daniel Logan and walk by or something, you know, like, it would just be, I mean, I said to you, didn't I, when in the flashback scene, when they lift the cellar doors up, I thought for one second, I was like, oh, but maybe, but yeah, I mean, yeah it's just, I, I see what you mean, though. It would detract if he was like a Constantly occurring. I mean, yeah. if that's the case, make his make his series for him. Yeah, you don't need you don't. Yeah, because you don't need a boat. You mean we need Boba Fett? We'd love to have a Boba Fett movie, but uh, yeah, he needs just to be a, a a bit part rather than the main. Yeah, I mean, something he could appear in could be the Obi Wan TV series. Oh, that would be good. Yeah, you could because do. Because then that. you've got you've got two main. I mean, he's not a main character anyway, is he? But it's just because everyone loves him so much. Yeah. But, if you've got someone like a heavy hitter like Hugh McGregor in it as well, you won't be losing the because the Mandalorian's quite a new character, isn't yeah. he? So you won't be losing that that sort of there won't be a disconnect if you have Obi Wan and Boba Fett, no. you know, because he knows it anyway, and he would have a reason to hate the Jedi, wouldn't he? Yeah, and he's also on Tatooine as well at points. Yeah. So doing work for a certain bounty hunter. And if you read the, 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 the new the new Marvel comics, it's actually Boba Fett that delivers the news to Darth Vader before Empire Strikes Back that Luke is his son. Uh-huh. So they kind of tied that in really well. 
Even the, yeah, that. I'm gonna have to read more of those sort of things. They're okay. Some of them, the first few runs were really good on it, but now they're sort of, they've got a bit silly, sort of, you know, like, because it's in comics, there's no real budget restraints and do what you want. So they did it with Bucky season 10 as well, and season 8 and 9, 10. They made it to, you know, like, you've got comics, you haven't got a restriction on your special effects or anything. Now I've got one question. This is a little bit of a bonus now. Uh, because yeah. we've, we've done Mando 8. So, uh, ah, just tying into the first episode of the gallery, which we'll uh, go into more detail once the season, uh, season's finished. But uh, on May the 4th, the first episode of the gallery dropped. What did you think? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I like how they're doing it as well. They're sort of splitting it into, I would imagine it's going to be directed, acting, special effects, that sort of thing. But um, yeah, I really enjoy. I mean, take away to he's just a joy to watch, isn't he? Oh, he's brilliant. He is. Ah, uh, he's he, he does he does press junkets and in interviews better than no one other than of course Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum's just as good as well. Another little link to Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. But seeing seeing John Favreau uh, around the table and take away around the table with with these other great directors is absolutely fantastic. And the yeah. throwing Bryce Dallas in at the deep end. Yeah. Oh, that was... And I also, um, I loved the story Dave Filoni had about when he met George Lucas. Oh, how he thought brilliant. it was a prank. <laughs> oh, that was brilliant. How he thought he was the guys from uh, Cartoon Network. Yeah. The uh, yeah. The SpongeBob guys doing George Lucas. They were, doing, uh, yeah. they, they were pranking him. Oh, that was, yeah. Because, I mean, we can all do a passable George Lucas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I, I thought that, that was brilliant. And uh, I like the story that Bryce tells about uh, how she fell asleep on her dad's lap when, when uh, George, when Ron, Ron Howard, uh, if you don't know, Bryce Dallas, Bryce Dallas Howard's father is Ron, Ron Howard. And you can go back to 1973, is it? American Graffiti or 74? Yeah. Graffiti 73, isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah. Yeah, American, we can go back to American Graffiti with uh, Ron Howard's links to uh, George Lucas. and uh, So having uh, Bryce Dallas falling asleep as Ron Howard, George Lucas, and Akira Kurosawa are all, in, all having a conversation, that is pretty cool. Yeah, that, I mean, if you know a bit of the backstory about the creation of Star Wars as well, you know that Akira Kurosawa is a massive influence on it. All. You know, the samurai are pretty much the Jedi, aren't they? Yeah. But it's just, I mean... You know, like George Lucas meeting him is kind of like if we met George Lucas. That's his big sort of fangasm, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, it's a nice. It is a nice story. Like I mean, of all the people to fall asleep in a room with. <laughs> Those and and uh, Ron Howard went on to direct uh, this like solo Star Wars story for Disney Lucasfilm. <laughs> he directed uh, Willow for George. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, it's. It was uh, I, I really I really enjoyed the insight in gallery. We'll, yeah. And I look forward to the others. We'll be doing as soon as gallery's finished, we'll be doing another we'll do a, a little roundup of them all, we will. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean sort of like a series in themselves or something. Yeah. It's kind of like uh, this is the this is their way of saying we'll give you this until we uh, launch season two. So Yeah, which is good, because I mean a lot of series Game of Thrones are were awful for Finishing the season and then, oh, next season's in a year and a half. All right, okay. <laughs> yeah. 
it's going to be interesting to see how long we get Amando running for. Well, so, 10 years, hopefully. Yeah. As long as, as long as they still make good stories, that's all that we need. So, yeah. Uh, I think you could, you could probably foreseeably run it into the beginning of episode 7, maybe. That'd be pretty cool. Because, I mean, I think, I don't know specific time periods, but I know it's not long after, I don't think it's long after Return of the Jedi, is it? No, because the, uh, the battle droids in uh, in the flashback of episode 2 ones. So yeah, the super battle got, droids. Yeah, so you got to basically then work out how old Mando is, and then, so you're looking, I'd say about 30 years after episode Probably thirty years because he's got he's not early he's gonna be about late thirties. Yeah, well, see, I got confused. Yeah, that that that's how I aged him because I, I if not then I'm confused with that flashback because I assumed that was taking place during the Clone Wars because yeah. of the battle droids and they didn't look old or rusty they looked normal didn't they Yeah, so so I'm assuming that's taking place sometime during the Clone Wars. Yeah, and that's yeah that would put him out late thirties wouldn't it? Yeah. Because it's about sixteen years, yeah, between uh, Sith and uh, a new hope. Then you yeah, had an extra... Anakin was was he twenty one when the Clone Wars happened, and then he's in his fifties when he dies, isn't he? So yeah, yeah it's about thirty years. Isn't it? So yeah, then you just it's was it about how many years between New Hope and Jedi? Uh, th- well, it's a year between A New Hope and Empire, and then it's three years, I think. Is it three? Three, three years, years I maybe. Think, between Empire like and Jedi. Yeah. I'm sure some someone knows online. Yeah. Answers on. Uh, feel free to comment on the uh, the one of our posts yeah. on one of our social media sites. I'll probably Wikipedia it, but yeah, comment anyway. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, gallery really enjoyable yeah. on Disney Plus. Uh, any final words? I think just just what we see it, we've said, you know, it's, it's been a absolutely phenomenal start to Disney Plus with this show, and you know everything else you get for the price is fantastic. So, I mean, episode nine is up there now, so everything is on there. Yeah, that's true. And they even added um, Star Wars Resistance, which was the third animated series. It's not as good, but everything's on there now, so. Everything. Yeah, I think I've, I'm loving the Mandalorian so far. Bring it on. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think that is, I was going to end this with this by saying this. We have spoken. We have. See you all soon. Bye.